Welcome to the Uno Mas podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Kay, daughter of Christ, wife, mom, brand, and social media specialist, strategist, and coach. I invite you to join thousands of other listeners and me each week in elevating your brand, business, and life. With a foundation of faith, I help you create an irresistible brand and a voice to be heard, leveraging social media in the online space to impact individuals, build and scale communities, and develop simple strategies for a thriving and profitable online business. The Uno Mas podcast is here to inspire you to dream, think, and do big. Talking all things faith, family, life, business, and the in-between. Stop feeling overwhelmed, confused, and stuck at a standstill and start feeling confident, productive, and fueled with purpose in your life and business again. We all know the feeling. You're sitting at your desk, staring down at a long list of tasks that you need to get done today, and you can't help but feel overwhelmed. It seems like there are an infinite number of things clamoring for your attention, emails from work, social media notifications from friends and family members, or worst of all, phone calls from unknown numbers and unimportant emails that come in at all hours of the day. It feels like if you don't answer or respond to them right then, right there, they're just going to keep coming and they're never going to stop. But what if I told you that there's a better way to say no without feeling guilty? In this episode, I'll share with you how to protect your schedule from distractions and how to own your calendar so you can be more productive. Let's go ahead and dive right in. Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen and listeners and friends and family. I am back. I had to take a week off. Honestly, I I just don't even know where to start. Like, I am so tired of being sick. I am the type of person that has not been sick in years. And it's like this past year I got COVID and then I got got bronchitis and then I was fine and then I got bronchitis again. I'm still not back to 100%. I still kind of feel foggy. Like I sound different. I, it's like my my voice isn't where it needs to be. My ears feel like wah, wah, wah. You know, I just don't feel myself. But I wanted to do this particular episode because in the time frame that I was not feeling good, I had to get really good at saying no. Like, no, Whitney, you can't work. Yes, you need to pump your brakes. Yes, you need to take time off. Yes, you need to slow down. And yes, it's perfectly okay. And it was during this time frame that I wasn't feeling good, but you know me, I'm always still working. Even though I might not physically be working, I'm thinking about work. And I was thinking, you know, the power of being able to say no. Not only is it so rewarding the moment you can fully own that and be like, you know what? No, but it's also liberating and it really does help you not be so overwhelmed. It allows you to protect your schedule. It allows you to stay away from distractions, 
limit the distractions. And honestly, it helps you be more productive, whether you're sick and really not wanting to do anything because you're being productive by giving yourself healing and the time you need to heal in order to get better. But let's say you're perfectly healthy and you're working, but you're constantly distracted. You're constantly overwhelmed. This gives you power. This gives you control. And we all want that, especially when we feel so out of control at times. So I'm excited to talk about this with you. And I'm excited to share some, you know, personal, relatable stories as to, you know, how I've struggled with this personally, and then how I've also come to master this over the years. But let's first start by talking, you know, about why it is important to say no in the first place. Oftentimes we feel like we have to say yes to every request that comes our way in order to be polite, in order to be let's just say it for what it is, a people pleaser, or because we just don't want to let others down. And that used to be me. I used to say yes to everything, but I used to say yes to everything in the entrepreneurial way of saying yes. And that is I'm starting my entrepreneurial journey. I'm brand new. I need to make money. So if somebody asks me if I'm able to do something and I have the skill set to be able to do it, I will say yes. Can you speak here? Yes. Can you do this graphic design? Yes. Can you design my website? Yes. Can you create a logo? Yes. Can you babysit my kids? Yes. Can you walk my dog? Sure. But The thing is, is anything that would pay me money because I was in need of it when, you know, I think as entrepreneurs, when you're just starting out, unless you have investors, that's what we're all in need of is just the next income, the next way of income, whatever it might be, odd and in jobs. And ultimately I was not owning who I really was. I wasn't pursuing my true purpose. I wasn't, you know, pursuing my passion. I was causing myself more confusion and more frustration and more overwhelm because I was chasing after the next possible yes, rather than saying no to more things so that I could say yes to the things that would best serve me and benefit me and my family and my lifestyle moving forward. Okay. I'm sure if you're listening, you're like, yep, that's me, sister. I feel you. I'm right there with you. I have a problem with saying no, and that's okay. We're going to talk about that. Okay. But by saying yes, we have to understand by saying yes to too many things, we end up spreading ourselves too thin. And ultimately we don't have enough time for the things that are most important to us. Is that you? Are you sitting there shaking your head? Yes. Like, Oh my goodness. Yes. I haven't spent quality time with my children. I haven't gone on a date night with my husband. I haven't even had a night out with the ladies. Oh my God. I would just love to go to a movie or I would love to just go get my nails done or my hair done. Or I would just love to go to a bookstore or to walk through the mall and not even buy anything, but just have a moment of time to myself. Maybe you don't even want to do any of that. Maybe you just want to go to a park and sit there, but you don't have the time. You have not given yourself the time to do any of this because you're saying yes to all the things. I'm talking about saying yes to getting on social media and going through a scroll hole. 
saying yes to being a contributing moderator in a social audio room. I'm saying yes to going to lunch with a friend who's struggling right now and just needs, you know, that support and she needs me to go to lunch. And then my phone call rings and I, or my phone rings and I answer the phone call and it's, you know, Joe Schmo from years ago. And he just wants to chitter chatter because it's been a while and I came across his mind and he wants to catch up. And then, you know, somebody else calls and they want to have a question about, you know, I don't even know what flavor of bubble gum I'd recommend. And it's just like all these pointless things just happen. I'm not to say that, you know, Joe Schmo would be pointless or the friend that was in need is pointless. I'm just saying, is it beneficial? Is it something that can wait? Is it something that is immediate? And is it something that is really important to you? So wasn't it Steve Jobs, I think that said, it's only by saying no, that you can concentrate on the things that are really important. In fact, yeah, I think that was exactly who said that. Um, So how can you start saying no? How can you start not feeling guilty when something comes up in your gut, which is what we need to trust more of, and we tend not to, but your gut, everything inside of you is pulling you to say, oh, I just don't feel aligned with that. I just don't want to do it. How can you go ahead and just say no without feeling guilty? I'm going to give you five things. The first thing is prioritizing your time, figuring out what the most important things are to you and how you need to get those done and focus on those first. Okay. But it comes down to prioritizing your time. This was one of my biggest hurdles I had to break, break through or go over hurdles, you go over. So I had to jump over. That's what it is. Hurdle. I had to jump over in my entrepreneurial journey. And I've shared this before in previous podcasts, but it was the fact that I did not value my time. I would work from the moment I woke up till the moment I went down. I would always say that I'm too busy, that I'm constantly working, that I have things to do, that I'm never finished, that I was just constantly on this hamster wheel of work, 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 because I was not prioritizing my time. If somebody wanted to jump on a Zoom call with me or somebody wanted to go to a business lunch with me, my schedule was wide open wide open, you know, wherever I could fit you in, it was going to happen. And is okay as that can be to some extent, it was so unhealthy for me because I'm the type of person that if I don't have structure in some way, even the most basic way, I will squirrel out. I will have shiny object syndrome. I will have opportunity that I want to grab syndrome and I will not be able to stay focused. I have business ADD and it's because I love, I love working. I love doing what I do. I love network. I love every aspect of my career and it can, it can become, it can become too much if I do not prioritize my time. So what I had to do was block scheduling, 
Again, talk about this in previous podcasts. Go back and take a listen. If you're in my savvy VIP community, ladies, I talk about this all the time, how to do it, show you tutorials, give you my best tricks, give you my insight. But in general, it's setting block periods of time for specific tasks or things that you need to get done and sticking to it. Okay. That's that last part is the hardest part. It's like, you've got to stick to it or it's just not going to work. But I had to specifically block off. So right now I just pivoted my schedule a little bit to adjust to my husband's work schedule because I want to be off on the days that he's off. And you know, that's the great thing. I have the ability to adjust my schedule. So my days are Monday, Tuesday, and Fridays are the only days that I do Zoom calls, that I take sales calls, that I do coaching calls, that I do anything that involves meeting with people. Monday, Tuesday, and Fridays. Wednesdays and Thursdays, my creative days, my office days, those are my, you know, do whatever you want to do for your business, batch, create content, whatever that might look like for you. But Monday, Tuesday, and Fridays right now are the only days that I deal with clients. Sundays I'm off, Saturdays I do work part of the day. And then, you know, I have other times that I dedicate specifically to family and my kids. But until I started prioritizing specifically the time that I allow myself to meet with people, I was all over the place until I did that. But now I'm on a strict schedule. If somebody cannot meet with me on those days, then we either have to push out the time that we meet weeks out in advance, or I will make the occasional adjustment, but it's very, very rare. So prioritize your time so that you can get more done in the blocks of time that you have for yourself and that you're allotting to different tasks. The second thing is setting those boundaries. Like I just said, I typically will not, and majority, not typically, I more than likely will not meet with you unless it is right now, currently on a Monday, Tuesday, or Friday. And if that means we have to wait two months to make it happen, then that means we have to wait two months to make it happen. I will make the occasional adjustment, but I don't do it very often. And that is my boundary. Having boundaries lets others know when you are unavailable and you stick to that. Because the moment you start bending for one person and then you do it for another person and then you do it for another person, you have no priority over your time. In fact, your time you're telling everybody really doesn't matter, at least not to you, because you're so able to bend it like Beckham. I don't even know why (laughs) that just came into my mind. Okay. Random thought. See, squirreled out for a minute. Let's get back to it, Whitney. So set your boundaries. All right. The third thing is use your calendar. Here's something else. Okay. Fun fact. I don't know why, but I think it is so cool how people can have pen to paper calendars. They doodle in them. They make them look all pretty with the stickers and all the pretty markers. And I go on Pinterest and I always look at calendars because I don't know, I have an obsession with calendars and journals and I see all these pretty calendars and I get so inspired by them that the next time I find myself in target on a weekly basis, but I might add, the next time I find myself in Target, I find myself aimlessly walking over to the journal and calendar section. And then I end up walking out every single time with another calendar or journal. And then I come home, not only just with the calendar and journal, I get the markers, I get the stickers, I get the post-its, I get the highlighters, I get all the things. And I get home and I'm like, let's make it pretty. And I start. 
And for the first week, the first two weeks, if I'm lucky, the first three weeks, I'm right on track. I'm doing good. My calendar looks great. I feel productive and, you know, like a smart entrepreneur that's organized and has their shit all together. And then I fall off the deep end. Like the calendar gets shoved under some junk drawer full of crap. And I just don't know where it is. The next time I need to book something, I'm like, where is that damn calendar? I can find all the highlighters and I can find all the, all the stickers and all the post-its and all the things, but where is the darn calendar? I can't find it. Why? Pen to paper calendars aren't my thing. Took me years to realize that. Years, ladies. I am a electronic calendar lover. I love my Google calendar. It is convenient for me. It's on the fly. I don't have time to pull out a calendar from my purse and then find the pin. And then I lost the pin, but I'm searching for a pin. Then I have to ask some random stranger for a pin because I need to jot this down in my calendar. No, I don't have time for any of that. So for me, I use my digital calendar. And that is why I also create my content calendar bundle for all of my savvy VIP members that want to take advantage of it. And the great thing about that is, is it is printable if people do like the print, the pen to paper type planning, but the calendar part still stays the same, whether it is pen to paper or electronic, the calendar part is still a necessity. We have to be using our calendar. We have to block off times for the things that are important to us so that we do not let others take over our schedule. I'm talking, you have to block off everything. Wake up, spend about one to two hours with the kids in the morning, getting them ready for school, feeding them breakfast, driving to school, dropping them off. It takes, you know, 15 minutes to get back home. And then that's when I start doing whatever. And then you have to block off yourself lunch. You know, do you know that if I do not block off lunch for myself, I will not eat? I know. Don't think I'm crazy. It's just, I get so wrapped up into things. I'll forget to eat and then block off extracurricular activities, events. I don't know if you want to go get your nails done in the week, all of these things that aren't business related have an impact on your business. Because if you're not setting the time and blocking it off, it will come in at all random times. And then you are not organized. You are discombobulated. You are not prioritizing. You are not setting those boundaries. And you're sure as hell not using a calendar because you're just working on the fly. So the third thing is use your calendar. The fourth thing, something else I struggled with. Okay. Let's just be real. I, I struggled with all of these things and this is why they work. It's because I've struggled with them I've implemented them and they work for me. The fourth thing is delegating. You have to be willing to ask others for help when you're feeling overwhelmed. I'm a self-proclaimed micromanager. I don't mean it to not think that other people are capable of doing things that I want them to do. I am just a type A personality and I like my things done the way that I like them done. And sometimes I feel like I can just do it faster rather than explaining it to other people. But in hindsight, in reality, I end up overwhelming myself in the process because I can't do and be all the things that I need to do and be for my business to be successful, for me to be on top of the top for me to be the best mom, the best wife, the best entrepreneur, the best employer, the best coach, the best creator. 
the best podcaster. I can't do and be all the things if I don't delegate and ask for help. So learn to delegate the smallest tasks. You can start by delegating small little tasks to your kids. And some of those tasks sometimes are simply chores, mamas. Moms, ask your children to do chores. When did we get away from this? I know when I was growing up, I had a full-blown list of chores that I had to complete in order to really basically do anything in life. Like you can't even get dressed unless you do this. No, that's not how it was. But you know, I had to do the chores in order to do anything or have any privileges whatsoever. But for some reason today, it's like our kids, and I'm not going to go down this road, but our kids are not disciplined. We don't give them chores anymore. They just live and create TikToks all day. And when they're asked to do something, it's like they look at you with this dead, stupid face and they're like, I don't know what to do. And that's just not how we need to raise our kids. So if you need to start learning how to delegate, learn how to delegate tasks around your home. And if you don't have children, that's okay. Learn to delegate tasks to a significant other. Or have a intern come in and work alongside you or as assistant or a VA and have them do the most basic, the most basic, what's the word I'm looking for? Monotonous tasks that you do not want to do, but you find yourself doing every single day. The fifth thing in the piece that closes up this puzzle is being able to say no. The most important thing is to be firm and honest with yourself and others about what you can and cannot do. Now, for those of you who have been listening to me for a minute, and for those of you that have maybe found me on Clubhouse as a moderator of a room, one of the things you you know about me is that I love to talk. <laughs> I love Clubhouse. I love social audio. I have been a top mod in so many rooms. I love it. But let me tell you this, I was hosting rooms, contributing to rooms, lead modding so many rooms that it was consuming a lot of my time. And it was taking me away from doing important things that I needed to do not only for myself and my business, but for my family as well. So now today I know that I am currently in a season of life to where I am not going to be moderating as many rooms I'm definitely not hosting my own rooms right like right now. And I have to limit when I say that I'm going to be a contributing mod to my other moderators and friends in Clubhouse in their rooms. I was just asked by a friend right before recording this podcast. And they said, I'm getting ready to host a marathon room on Clubhouse. I would love to have you as a guest speaker for you to speak for at least one hour over the three-day marathon room on something that you want to talk about. And as exciting as that is, and as opportunistic as I am, because that's a great opportunity for me to get the spotlight in a marathon room to speak for an hour on a topic that really could be about anything, um, I had to sit there and think to myself, number one, is this something that is important right now? Number two, is this something that aligns with me right now? And number three, is this something that I can fully commit to right now? 
And the answer was no. So I had to respond to her and I said, hey, I would love nothing more to jump in and support your room, meaning I'll jump in and listen and show face for a little bit, but I cannot commit to an hour of speaking at this time. I wish you nothing but the best of success and I will totally be there to cheer you on. I had to say no. And it wasn't because I didn't want to. I love her and I love her rooms. Oh my gosh. She actually used to be a client of mine and I adore her and I am going to definitely show up and show face of support. But as far as contributing, speaking, I just don't have the capacity right now in this current season in my business to be able to do that. So do I have a little bit of FOMO now that I said no? Yeah, not going to lie. You're going to have that too. But I had to be able to say no with something that I know that was not a top priority for me at this moment. And yeah, it can be consumed or not consumed. It could be understood as being selfish, but if we're not selfish and we don't take pride in our schedule and ourselves and our mental health and all of that jazz, don't we ultimately like deplete who we are, whether it's our energy, our mental capacity our emotional stability, all of that and above. It's like, we have to be selfish and we have to take control of us. So by saying no, it's essential to being productive and it can be difficult at first, but with a little practice, you will be able to protect your time and get more done. Hey, hey, friends. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to another Uno Moss podcast. How can you support me moving forward? Head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me your review. It's your reviews that matter most. And I want to hear how much you are loving not only this episode, but this podcast in general. And then if you are ready to build, launch, and scale a successful and thriving social selling business, then you want to join me over in the Savvy VIP community, head on over to socialsavvyinfluencer.com and learn all about how you can get started for $1 today to check out this amazing community intended for female entrepreneurs ready to level up in their business and their life and join me in your journey to building, launching, and scaling your successful online and digital business. I'll see you on the inside. (laughs) 